Welcome to the Church Collective podcast, episode number two. In this episode, we're going to talk about crowd participation in your worship services. What do you do when there's not a whole lot of people there? What do you do when there's a whole bunch of people there? Should they stand in the front of the room? Should they stand in the back of the room? Should they just sit in their chair and read their Bible while you do the music? We'll tackle all those questions in this episode. It was really fun. The the group really got into it. So it's a little longer than the uh, last episode, about 20 minutes or so by my count. But it's a great conversation. Hang in there with us and uh, and track along. And uh, if you haven't checked out our latest campaign, uh, be sure to go over to the Church Collective and uh, click on campaigns and, and see what we're up to. We're sending a couple guitars to Kenya next week, and you can still be a part of that if you want to help. We're going to be purchasing the guitars this week, so you'll see uh, posts about that and updates. And uh, yeah, it's just a great time to get involved. I'm really excited to see what the Lord's going to be doing with the Church Collective in the days to come. So here we go with the Church Collective podcast, episode number two. Stuff. Sorry. Too late. Too late, Matt had something special to say. No, I don't. He'll tell us something special later. Yeah. No. <laughs> Stay tuned. I'm so excited about what you have to say. David, what are you going to say? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> He's getting married? That's good. I'm not oh my gosh. I am not getting We're married. We're so happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> Look at his hand. Look what's on his hand. It's a ring. Are you serious right now? We're on podcast. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, I'm Ryan. Rachel. Jorge. Josue. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Josh in Spanish. Oh, okay. No, it's Joshua in Spanish. Oh. Uh, Mateo. <laughs> I'm Brian. And I'm Ben. That went weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> today we're talking about crowd participation. Uh, with relation to our Elevate service today, um, piggybacking on what we were talking about last week, we ended up doing three songs after the sermon today as opposed to two last week uh, to just keep it fresh, keep it mixed up. I don't, like we said in the podcast last week, there is no necessarily right way to do it, but uh, it's fun to try something new. Um, but we ran into some issues today with crowd participation, first of which was the fact that when we started the service, there was only a handful of people in there. Um, and we were doing a really bumping song, uh, Never Look Back by Worth Dying For. You can check it out at the, the podcast post and listen to it. Um, but it was definitely a uh, difference between who was on the stage and in, and in the crowd as far as energy. What were your guys' thoughts on that portion? Well, my welcome went over like a pile of nothing. <laughs> it was like, everybody, you guys ready to worship this morning? And there was like crickets. And like I think people were ang- visibly angry at that. <laughs> All right. So, so let's start there. Where, how can we change that? Or what, what, what do you think that was? It just happened. I have no idea. No one's ever done that. Before. Well, it was kind of like we were all looking around because the click was being all... Like frantic, yeah, it was yeah. yeah, that's right. So like, there's no getting around that. This is gonna uh-huh. that happens all the time. Like the click. <laughs> yeah. But they also in the crowd, they couldn't hear that there was like no click. There no, was but we were always like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we made we made the quintessential like I don't know what's going on face. <laughs> we always we always talk about not doing that's some that's a good take home as far as the worship set. Um, if something happens on stage, don't let your face show it because when we started the service, our click was in six eight when it was supposed to be four four. That's because we didn't put the 4-4 four, four yeah, tag marker on the actual We clip. didn't set up. So for the technical details, our click was all messed up, and in our heads, it was terrifying. But in the crowd, nobody even knew we were starting the service. But, um, yeah, I guess we panicked and felt like we needed to talk, even though we weren't really, like, the lights weren't even on us yet. Um, so I think, too, we had, a little, some we had some fun light, in that. issues, too. Yeah. <laughs> 
so it's big to be be you know when you're when you're in those situations you need to I guess the thing is there was silence in the crowd for a little while um, so yeah do you guys think we need to like a, do you address that like is that a thing do you address when there's just dead and like the crowd sitting there in the silent dark room for 15 seconds like what do you do in that situation I think it's oh. part of pushing the envelope like <clears throat> even if they're not responsive for the first few times like if you want that to be the atmosphere then you have to do it every single time mm -hmm. and it'll draw those people in and or the people that are there will be like okay maybe I should respond to give like a yeah I'm ready yeah <laughs> All right. you know so we'll try it again next week. Or add, to add on top of that idea of, of kind of having an exhortation, like calling to start worship and stuff, um, just have all the, all the instruments kind of ring out on the first chord. And then we're like just building it up, ringing it out as the click is in our ears, and then we'll do a count off and then go straight into the song. You know, because I feel a lot of people, if they don't see the musicians making noise and they're just kind of waiting there to start the click, then they're not going to want to follow. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Kind of like at the end of a song when you right. like kind of let everything so ring out, then like they so tend cool. to clap because you know right. there's noise already. And both that a try. Both yeah. of those songs had very abrupt endings, and the intros are pretty abrupt too. There's no like build into it. Yeah. So and it's because we do what they sound like, and it sounds good. But for the very first song, when there's this dead in the room, you should kind of maybe figure out some other way to get into the song other than mm -hmm. just starting it yeah an exhortation like even just to uh to talk to people before you start it will help like break up that monotony you don't necessarily have to like have a pad go at the beginning or whatever i mean it is cool it's yeah. cool to do that sure there's going to be obviously like some kind of balance between like if the crowd's not feeding back energy then it's almost like disingenuous to like be like bouncing around like a like a bouncy ball on the stage. Right. So there's going to be some give and take. So how, what, let's talk about that. We were we were going crazy on the stage for those first two songs. Um, it seemed like they get they were getting it towards the end, just as the crowd started filtering. And I think that's the quintessential problem with our church services, uh, not our church services, but anybody's church services. It's hard to get everybody to show up on time. <clears throat> um, so in the, that one, as they were getting there, they were getting more into it. But I think um, as far as like the stage was concerned, we were definitely pretty much all moving pretty well. Um, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't feel it was necessarily disingenuous oh, for us to lead by lead by example. But there's definitely you do feel a little awkward when you look out and there's not people like rocking out like you're rocking out. <laughs> because we only did two songs, it was like eight minutes after by the time we were done with our first set, which in in our church culture is not more than half the people like, show up <laughs> yeah. by then yeah so yeah it was like right along like halfway through Limitless there was just like this constant stream of people flooding in right so it was kind of like oh there there they are <laughs> so with that said like do we just like say that's our culture at our church or it's a culture at your church if you're listening to this um, do we power through and just continue to do this upbeat rock and stuff or do we just you know let into that and grab stuff that would be more accessible right out the gate and kind of skip the rah-rah and go straight for something that'll bring the, the handful of people there that's growing, like get them to participate. I've always heard at every church I've ever been at, the first songs, like almost invariably it's called the throwaway song. <laughs> so like it's not just, if, if your church is that way to feel feel the commiseration. <laughs> we all, like every church has that problem. Um, I think... For those who show up early, I mean, like you would, you shouldn't like wait, and you know, this is like you just kind of gotta play through the pain. I think because because uh, because people just generally tend to show up late to things, so you could just 
plan to start 15 minutes late and then everyone will come half an hour late. And so you've seen that too. Like we've seen every variation of that. Um, don't be discouraged. Um, that's a good time to teach because the people who are there early are new people. Um, that's generally like people who are new, they kind of tend to show up. Uh, they, they don't know what to expect. So they show up on time. Um, they grab a seat, they're sitting by themselves or whatever. And so that's a good time to teach new music because they're or do music that you would think would be familiar because they're, then they become part of the church culture because they're, they're learning the music that people are going to be familiar. But I think high energy is fine for that because it is a welcome. Sure. Yeah. So then we'd had a big set at the end um, that uh, was pretty much the diametrically opposite as far as participation because people were up, they were responding to the sermon, to the prayer, and they were ready to go. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on the participation at the end here? It was better, probably. Um, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention so much. Here's the thing, though. I, we, when we're done, we usually talk to each other about how the bit went, or, or one of us that wasn't on the platform at the time, get a good feel for it. Um, after this service, Sean and I were talking to a girl that's been coming for the past month or two. Um, she's really expressive with her worship and stuff, and she was telling us that she was actually felt like she had to hold back. She wanted to like go up towards the front and stuff, but kind of like didn't know if it was okay. And I wonder, and I will bet you that there's a lot of people that are like that mm. in there that really want to get into it, but they're kind of like looking around being and just seeing everybody else who's just kind of, you know, mm -hmm. hanging back a little bit. Yeah. How do we encourage that? Because, I mean, I'm not saying, like, we don't need people dancing up there with ribbons and stuff. Like, you know. <laughs> well, that's totally fun. It's, it's a thing. And it's, it's about to start the ribbon. And, uh, like, I was talking to her about how, like, you know, she's asking, like, I was talking to her about, you know, how there's Pentecostal uh, type churches and there's non-denominationals and how we're non-denominational. And, you know, there's there's even joke videos on the Internet about how we have our, like, worship poses and stuff. And, <laughs> like, and we just kind of do our thing that way. But, like, with the atmosphere that we're trying to create and elevate... I would say there's more energy on the stage, obviously, but it's not always, you know, finding its way to the people unless it's one of us um, mm -hmm. who are who are who are there. But like, my question, I guess, is like, how do how do we like make that example without, or is is the answer to like plant somebody and and <laughs> and make them go up there and kind of do that? I know when uh, Mark was the high school pastor, he would have all, like a bunch of the kids go up in the front sometimes. Um, and that was kind of cool, I guess it was, it was a thing. So yeah. I don't feel like we need to like, like create a mosh pit or something, but right. Uh, any, any thoughts on that? We I feel like I'm rambling now. We so. did, um, back in like when, uh, we were, when I was involved in revolution, I remember our college sure. ministry, we always would invite people like, Hey, you know, we're, we're going to start worshiping. If you'd like to come forward, feel free. You know, and something like that. I mean, people, but we forget cause we're like a lot, a lot of times worship leaders forget that like when someone's in the crowd, they like getting instruction. You know, that's something that like I've, I've been challenged with too because I'm always like, the, oh man, like just let people worship however they want to worship, man. Like just let them worship. Um, but like whenever, like there's been times where I've been led at churches that are more like stringent and they're like, you know, the old people will stand up at the beginning of service and then you don't tell them to sit down and, and then they'll stand for all the slow stuff and then the pastor will yell at you and say, you didn't tell people to sit down. And I got all these old people yelling at me because their feet are tired. And I'm like, <laughs> Really? <laughs> so, like, there's a, there is a certain amount of, like, you know, you kind of got to, like, you can, you have the freedom as a leader to tell people, hey, why don't you stand up, why don't you sit down, um, you know, we're, we're, I, I like 
happy if you'd like to come up you know like you can give people that freedom by saying it and then they'll you know if they're inclined to they will if not somebody's like crotchety and they're like rah, 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 they're not going to come up if you tell them to come up fair enough um, <laughs> anyway yeah. but if you give people the freedom to do that then then I think will yeah. help alleviate some of that well that, that could yeah. kind of solve our problem then at the beginning when it's like the greeting and nobody responds if we you know asking how they're doing is one thing but like urging them to come forward not being like hey if you want to if you feel like it come on because they're not going to they got their coffee they got their you know, it's their little seat with their jacket on there and all that. You know, it's like, I don't want to leave my stuff or whatever. It's like, and you kind of like, you know, come, let's come up to the front. Let's let's do this thing. Let's, you know, right. let's really worship because they do tend to hang back a little bit. And it's right. just, well, I feel like the potential is there, but they're just kind of afraid maybe because they haven't been told to. Sure. Like Brian was saying. How can how can they know if they haven't been taught? How can they teach if no one's been sent? Because how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news? Yeah. I feel like I took that out of the context. <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the value? I mean, we're talking about how it would be great to have people up there, and I, I agree too. What's the value in having your congregation come like to the stage? We're talking like have them stand at the stage while you lead worship. Because it's fun. It's, it really is. It's, it's, it takes a step, and it gets them out of their seat, and like it makes yeah. them kind of engage, I think. I feel like the chairs can be a barrier sometimes. Josh has something to say. To me, it... it doesn't necessarily mean you need to be in the front to say good job this morning you worship the Lord with all your heart because you were in the front I think it has to do with letting them know like what Brian said hey you know if worship freely worship know who you're worshiping like let them know like we're going to enter the throne room of God and we're going to worship our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Brandon made a nice little mention to it before he led his first song saying know what these words are saying know who you're saying them to hmm. You know, and that that really encourages people like, hey, you know, I'm not just singing a song, I'm worshiping my Lord and Savior. So whether you stand up, sit down, have your arms out to the side or your arms straight up in the air or arms crossed, however you're wanting to worship, that's how people are, are, are feel comfortable worshiping. And as worship leaders, we can't necessarily say, hey, come to the front, do this, because that's kind of taking someone who's crawling and telling them to sprint. Yeah, I remember we had a conversation with somebody recently, or actually this was a couple years ago. Um, not recently, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but the uh, she's one of our staff here, and she was saying how, like, um, her husband's, like, super uh, just out front. Like, you know, if, if somebody, if there was ever an opportunity to be out in the front, he'll be, like, you know, just being all crazy and doing dance moves at the front of the crowd. But she is not that way at all. Um, and it's like, so every time that she, she feels like if, if she had to come up front or, like, stand even in the light, or like if somebody told her not to stand against the back wall, she's not able to work. Like she, she wouldn't be able to worship in that environment. But for her to stand in the back and just kind of chill in the dark and be contemplative is like, for her, that's worship. So you got to also remember that different people express themselves differently. Right. That, exactly. that well, I think, I think what, I was, what I was going for there was to let people know that if coming to, you know, forward it's okay. would help, would help yeah, them, right. it's okay to do. I think they feel like... It might not be okay because, like, that's our zone. Like, right. Like, it is or, an option. Get out of our area. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, the, this was prompted by the gal that wanted to do that today. Yeah. She wanted to, and she also told me, like, we were talking about she's interested in worship and stuff, but she said she kind of has stage fright. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want to be up on the stage facing everybody in the light, but she wanted to be up there just, like, you know, you know, getting more into it than, than she could from, from the back, but she was <coughs> basically didn't know that it, it was okay or she kind of felt like she shouldn't or something like that, which is a bummer. Yeah. Because like that's that's a, that's another level mm-hmm. you know, for people, and I know mm-hmm. my worship style isn't necessarily to go to the front, but you know, if it if it were and, and like I knew it was okay, I would be there. 
Yeah. I think in my experience, it's always been the, the best way that I've ever seen it handled is just like kind of what Josh was saying, but just whatever you need to do. If you'd like, just, just so they know, like if you'd like to come to the front, you can come to the front. Like nobody's going to look down on you. Yeah. If you want to go to the back, you can go to the back. Like no one's going to look down on you. If you want to go sit and read your Bible in the corner during worship, you can go and sit and read your Bible in the corner during worship. Like that's kind of, if you want to sit there with your arms folded, like nobody's going to sit there and say, you're not worshiping. Like that's what they need to feel. They need to feel comfortable in their area, yeah. in their church doing what they feel is connecting themselves with God, period. Like, that's end of the line, you know? So. Agreed. Freedom, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that covers it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's all out of words. Yeah, I I wasn't in the actual service. I was, or I wasn't playing or singing. Or I, saw, I saw you in the back. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love Tread on the Walls, but that's a whole other story. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, so, um, as far as what I could see, it, it was, I mean, people were engaging in the section that I could see. And, yeah, you know, there's always going to be those sprinkled people that aren't doing anything or not engaged. But right. overall, like, I felt like the three songs is, is better. And I felt also Have Your Way went really well. Yeah. Um, a lot of people remember it. That's so cool. I'm glad about that, too. That's an original. We won't have a link to that. But eventually we will. We're working on a recording here. So yeah, pretty soon we will have a copy of that one. Summer 2013. For you. December. That'll be earlier in December. Oh, winter 2013. <laughs> be earlier in winter. Oh, fall 2013. Oh, summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah summer. Hopefully in like a bit. Uh, so, we'll have that available for you. I don't know. I guess ultimately <laughs> I just hope that like as a team we are creating an atmosphere where people feel comfortable worshiping in whatever way they want. Like I think that's the goal. As long as people are worshiping, like we've done our part in God's plan, mm -hmm. you know. Also, so. yeah, it's also that remember that as a worship leader, don't be spineless. You know, your job is to lead people into a place they're not currently. I mean, it'd be great if the whole church would just get in a room without a leader and just worship. Yeah. Um, but that's really not how it works. I mean, there's some places that that's just how it is. Everybody's coming to worship and they're just, you, you yeah. know, you could like drop something and people will start falling over. And but in, the, in those but places, like, the leaders are pushing still. Yeah. Usually. So yeah. there's, as a worship leader, your job is to guide people into a place where they can be comfortable to worship the Lord. So, um, you know, that's knowing your crowd, knowing, being sensitive to that and, and having the spine to, you know, tell people when you're felt, when, when you're led by the spirit that, you know, to help direct them, that's just part of, part of all of that. Yeah. So, and half, half of our battle is already, you know, fought because we know that the people are there already at least like the music because they have two other choices. Yeah. We, we have yeah. our church is a venue church, uh, if you didn't know. Um, so, like, they're already there for that, but I feel like there's just that next level that they're not sure if it's okay if there's some worshipers that, that you know, want to go that way. We've covered this, but anyways. <laughs> yeah. So check out the set list, look at it. We've got uh, six days left on our campaign. We're almost there. We're going to be purchasing guitars this week and sending them off, sending them off to Kenya next week. So be sure to check out the website.